Welcome to the Sometime Spouse Podcast. This is Christy Ogle, the host of the Sometime Spouse Podcast. And today we have a brand new segment called Ask a Business Expert. And the first business expert ever on Ask a Business Expert podcast by sometimes spouse is Matt Blackwell. Welcome, Matt. Thanks for having me, Christy. I wish I had your enthusiasm, uh, but this is as good as I can do. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I'll take it. Not We couldn't handle two of me. No, uh-uh. 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 It'd be too much. So you are the owner of multiple Local Love Us magazines. Yeah, yes. Yep, we uh, run, run the, the uh, Waco market. We've been here for, the market has been here for eight years. I've owned it for six. And uh, we've got Temple Belton. That is our new baby. It's about a year old now, so. Wow. This is one of my favorite magazines. Thank you. Yeah, you want to know why? Yes, I was almost, almost asked you why. And I'm like, well, you're not the host. You don't ask the questions, but yeah, I would love to know why. It's because my business is always in here multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> locals love sometimes spouse, and I've always loved locals love us. Well, so, the feeling is mutual, Christy. <laughs> so tell us your story. How did you get into business? Oh, man. Well, I was a... Uh, it's a long story, so I'm going to try to try to keep it really short. But I, I was a high school teacher and coach, and uh, my business partner here in, in uh, Waco, Pete Campbell, helped open up Locals Love Us and, uh, and wanted me to get involved. And it took about two years of convincing. I was uh, real skeptical at first for a lot of reasons, and uh, we prayed about it for a long time. But I love teaching and coaching, so I, I never thought I would get out of it. Uh, as a matter of fact, my wife and I got married. I said, hey, if you want to marry me, you're probably going to have to work the rest of your life because we're just never going to make, make any money. <laughs> uh, and uh, God and she married you. She did. Yeah, she married me anyway. Um, so she had, she had a, uh, a good enough heads up. She still decided to do it. So. And yeah, now, anyway, so that, that's how I got into it. And it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Um, ever since then, so. Wow, and now three babies later, she's still with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's tied to me now because she knows at least she can get some babysitting out of me, so she's probably not gonna get rid of me now, maybe later, I don't know. You couldn't have done that as a coach. <laughs> You've been like, I'm gone. Psychology every now and then. <laughs> so, Matt, you're one of the very first people I ever interviewed. I don't know if you remember this. About two or three years ago, do you remember that? Yeah, that's back when we did interviews in person. I do remember that. Yeah, and it was here at the office, and it was it was probably terrible. I think your mom and my mom watched, but that was about it. <laughs> I thought it was good. I, you know, I, I always enjoy chatting business with you. Yeah, I was terrible. It was like the first time I'd interviewed anyone, and now 
hopefully I do a little bit better with you, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot and that's where I just kind of fell in love with podcasting, but enough about me and memories. We've known each other for a while. Christy, you're a seasoned vet. <laughs> I, I, I rule anytime I ever go to a networking deal with Christy Ogle, for anybody watching, you want to make sure you go before Christy. Don't don't talk right after Christy because nobody will remember you. <laughs> That's just because I wave money around. Good advice, though. It's good <laughs> advice. I've seen it with and without money. Do you remember the first time we met? Hmm. I do. Yeah, yeah. I do. I remember, uh, for me, well, I think I do. Uh, it was at a rib your ribbon cutting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think Diana introduced us, and you were like, hey, Locals Love is It Works. Yeah. So I, I remember that, but I have a feeling you remember something different. Well, I didn't remember the very first time, so I was hoping you would save me on that. <laughs> And you just said thank you. I remember we sat down to lunch because I wanted to hear how you got the franchise or something like that. Oh, right, La Fiesta. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. That was a yeah. long time ago, it seems like. That was. That was, yeah. Yeah, when you back when you took business meetings in person. <laughs> back in the old days. Back in the old days. I remember when, kids. Yeah. Matthew, do you have any interesting hobbies? Ooh, um, yeah, you know, well, I like anything sports. Like, that's my, that's probably, aside from the family, that's the number one hobby. But I like, uh, I like playing guitar. Um, I like music. So, I'm like, I'm drawn to music. Um, and I like painting. That's kind of a weird thing, but yeah, it's in my DNA. So, I like doing that. Um, long walks on the beach. That sort of thing. Cool. <laughs> so you get to do that because you're a business owner, right? That's what everybody thinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, I've seen those memes of like uh, what my mom thinks I do, what my friend thinks I do, like what uh, what uh, my family thinks I do, and uh, it's all it's all different perspectives, but. Yeah, we get a few long walks on the beach every now and then. Well, that's good. <laughs> Sometimes I have to remember we're live and not to be a sar sarcastic, so I'm just <laughs> dialing back here a little bit. So you've been in business for a while, and when COVID hit, how did businesses have to change? Man, that's a – gosh, we could talk about that for hours alone. but. You know, it is uh, when COVID hit. It's like either either you were prepared or you or you scrambled around and figured it out. But it's uh, and in, in part we're still doing it. I mean, we're still figuring some things out and kind of trying to figure out you know what a normal is going to look like and adjust to it. And uh, um, it, it's been such an emotional time too for I think for everybody you know, for all business owners. And for me, that's one thing that I try to keep out of business is emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's been a, that's been a tough thing to do. I think for most people, because uh, normally we can forecast and say, okay, well, as a business owner, I know that I can, I can affect change by talking to X amount of people per day and having this much activity. And so 
Um, so, you know, once all the dust kind of settled, you know, from March to May, I think uh, the, the major changes are, are like what we're doing right now. It's, it's getting more of a digital footprint uh, for not just for your business, but for communication. So I could say more, but I think I would just be rambling on and, and uh, not hitting any points. I was talking to uh, a beauty salon owner the other day, and she said, you know what? I used to work five in the morning until eight o'clock at night. She worked three or four days a week. I think it was Thursday through Friday or Tuesday through Friday. So she worked four days a week and she was just booked solid the entire time. Well, they got closed for seven weeks. They reopened and they were swamped the first several weeks. And then we got the second round in Texas of COVID. And she said, Christy, I worked a day and a half last week. She hasn't taken new business for 20 years. Her clientele has kept her that busy for 20 plus years. So what that told me was Business owners, no matter how long you've been in business, you have to pivot or you're going to get wiped off the face of the earth. Like, this isn't going to be kind to anyone. You have to pivot. Yeah, you know, I, I think, you know, if you look at great, great businesses, great business owners, uh, most of what they do is solve problems, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I think you can sum up business in that, and, and, and it's just whoever can solve the, the most problems the most efficiently wins, you know? And that's what this is. This COVID thing is a problem, and you, we just got to figure it out, you know? Yeah. People still need us, need services. Um, you know, people are still getting connected with businesses. It's just a matter of figuring out uh, if what you were doing in the past is going to work today and moving forward. And for a lot of us, it's a percentage, a percentage of what we did in the past we work today moving forward. And the rest we've got to figure out and, and uh, come up with a game plan. Yeah, I think like any of our listeners, we look for golden nuggets that can save us decades of time and millions of dollars in uh, over time. So you just said something that was that golden nugget that as a business owner, you solve problems and whoever's best at solving problems and getting on to the next thing, those are the people that are going to make it. Yeah. Yeah, those are the winners. Yeah, yeah, that's what has solved problems. Everybody else is just complaining about it. Yeah, those ones sitting around complaining, they're gonna wipe, get wiped off the face of the earth in small business. The ones that go, okay, I need to pivot. Okay, that didn't work. I need to pivot again. Okay, that didn't work. I need to pivot again. Those are the ones that are gonna make it. Yeah, and it's you know, it, and it's not just as easy as pivoting too. You know, you have to make the right the right moves. Yeah, and I think a lot of people can get caught up in in one of two things, which is better than the third thing is nothing. The third thing is doing nothing, right? Yeah, that but a lot matter. of people will will do the wrong thing, um, and a lot of people will just think about it forever. And, mm -hmm. and you know, and you you've got to you got to figure out, make a move, and and be and hope hope it's the right route move. And if it's not, be ready to learn from it. You know, 
Yeah. So for small businesses, Locals Love Us is great. I, I like it because it's referrals from the locals, um, from everybody in town. So when I started Sometimes Spouse, I didn't know anybody in business because I was a social worker. So what we did was grabbed Locals Love Us and we said, okay, we need a website. Innovative Solutions is one of the top three. I can probably afford one of the top three. So we went right in the middle, right? And then we needed our car wrapped. So we were like, okay, W Promotions is right there. They're not that bad either. So this is what we use to actually build our business. Well, you know, and that's that's the thing that I fell in love with about Locals Love Us. You know, my background was not marketing. so. As as a uh, as somebody stepping into that field, my perspective on it was strictly a consumer, kind of like what you were talking about just now. And from a consumer perspective, advertising has always been a, a frustration for me. Uh-huh. The way I, I watch TV and the way I listen to the radio, like it's it's. I'm not saying it's not important uh, in those respects because as locals love us, we advertise on the TV and we advertise on the radio. Like those are, it's really important, but locals love us is a warm and fuzzy feeling in the community. Um, it, it is, it's a hundred thousand local recommendations. Um, so if it's not your end all be all and making a decision yet, it, it should be one of the biggest cogs in your, in your wheel when you're trying to figure out a business to, to get connected with, you know, why not look at it and say, okay, you know, this business has is rated well with locals of us. It's also got good reviews. I mean, it's all, it's all kind of a, a mixture, uh, a combination of things. Um, but I'm glad that you used it. The more stories that I hear like that, the more uh, the more I feel like what we're doing in the community is really making a difference and, and impacting in a positive way. Yeah, and as a service provider, we're a handyman and how our cleaning business. So a lot of people will call for random stuff, especially in the very beginning when I wasn't really connected in the entrepreneurial community. And they'd say, hey, do you know somebody that mows lawns or somebody that does HVAC? That's how we built our network is with locals love us. So referral based marketing is really the best kind of marketing around. It's taken that, you know, in-person meeting, but putting it in a book and online that anybody can really get a hold of. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so if, if I had to sum up locals love us into one word, it would be this. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Trust. 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 It, I mean, so think about it. Just from your business, Christy, how like how big of a role is trust when you've got contractors and cleaners going into people's houses every day? It's very, very important. It's huge. And and so people don't people don't think about this when they're when they're advertising, but really there's two things that sustain business. There's retention and acquisition. And locals love us is one of the very few things that gives consumers a warm and fuzzy feeling. So if they're already doing business with you, they're going to see your ad in our book and on our website, and it's going to give them that feeling. Okay, look, sometimes spouse is in here, and maybe they haven't done a service for me in a year, but I know they're still doing well, and so mm -hmm. I'm going to continue to call them. Um, so they, I mean, there's your retention, and then your acquisition. You already talked about it. it it's 
it's not being from here or being in a new position or needing a new product or service and locals is love locals love us is there when you need it so um man i love talking about locals love us but i don't know if you caught that <laughs> yet, but. so you and i are in a couple of networking meetings together how important is it for small businesses to advertise in 2020 uh it's well if you want to stay in business for 2021 then it's really it's really important it is 99 percent of businesses will not make it through this in the next 10 years and the truth, the truth is everybody, every single person in America right now is paying attention to their pennies. Yep. And they're having to decide, okay, do I want to spend, if I'm going to spend these dollars, where am I going to spend them? And uh, so as a business owner, you, you're going to be, you're going to lose some clients and you're not going to get those clients back by staying behind a bush. You, you've got to get your name out there. You have to. Uh, Henry Ford said, um, well, stop it. Not advertising to save money is like stopping your watch to save time. Wow. It, do, it doesn't make any sense. No. So, um, unfortunately, right now as a business owner, it's it. There are so many avenues that you can choose to advertise it that you can spend money in, and uh, making the right decision is, is has never been more important. Um, so I always tell people that are considering advertising and wanting to get their name out, uh, think about how do you how do you interact with that medium that you're about to spend money with? Uh, because a lot of it is about chasing down consumers in places that they they're not they're not going to to find a business, you know. Um, so anyway, to get back to your point, it's uber important. Um, that you spend your dollars wisely and it's uber important that you keep your name out there. Um, especially during these times and let people know, hey, you're still in business, you're clean, and you're not passing COVID around. So one thing that's really important when you're advertising with somebody, when you're marketing your business is a lot of people go around and they talk about advertising and marketing and number one, they shouldn't do it because they've never done anything like this before and they shouldn't tell you how to spend your marketing dollar. What I love about you is you spend marketing dollars, you are out there and you have to be where the consumer is. So with your business, I know you're on TV, you're on radio, I've seen you. You're on social media. This book is everywhere. Um, all high traffic and low traffic areas in Central Texas. I see this book everywhere because I look for it because I spend my marketing dollar with you and I want to know that what I'm paying for is getting taken care of. So that's one thing I do love is you are where the customers are. You're not just sitting at home going, okay, we're going to put it up online, you're putting it everywhere. So you're working for the small business owners and you yourself are a small business owner. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it, I, first of all, Christy, thank you for marketing with us. I, I'm <laughs> always thankful of our clients. Uh, but the truth is we have to be everywhere. And our goal in business is omnipresence. Mm -hmm. Christy knows that. I do. But we want to be everywhere. 
um, because we want to give more value to our the people that do choose to spend their their marketing dollars with us we know that's a choice and it's not something that we take lightly we we do lose clients every now and then but i'm, I'm proud to say that in the six years i've been here uh, we've had 92 percent retention with our with our advertisers and uh, in the advertising world that's that's a big damn deal it is <laughs> it's huge way of saying it um and print you know uh i don't have my print book in front of me right now but when i first got here our book was 67 pages thick and this last year it was 200 pages thick and i tell people print is not like the brand new thing that everybody's willing to dive into that's not why we're growing we grow because word of mouth is so important and people are so thirsty for it um, that there's there's not a well to drink from other than locals love us, you know? Yeah, when I see most print magazines that advertise, they get thinner and thinner over the years. But you're right. I mean, he's going 200 pages. Of course, I'm checking him. And there is over 200 pages that are in here. And I remember when I first started advertising before Matt, it wasn't maybe that thick right so they've grown it um yeah. tremendously uh so he knows what he's talking about when it comes to marketing number one he lives it and number two he does it for other people and he serves them another thing i love about his business is that they um also support nonprofits. Yeah, and if you look at our book, anybody that picks up our book or goes to our website, um, you'll see you'll see a lot of nonprofit stuff in there. But you also see some stories, some articles. Um, you know, we're kind of the opposite of a traditional magazine. We use those articles as filler, but it's a uh, it, we call them share the love stories, and they're about philanthropy in the community. And for us, uh, everything that we do is about serving. Uh, I mean, we, we're don't get me wrong, we're a for profit company. Okay. Mm -hmm. We want to make profit, but we also want to help out any business that's wanting to help out the community. So those those stories are designed to show off the heart behind the business. Yeah, um, it, and I think that's another thing that helps people. In reality, nonprofits are supposed to make profit, or they don't last very long either. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Just a fancy term they use. Yeah. So, what would your recommendation be? For a business owner, it could be a seasoned business owner. It could be somebody that's just starting a business. It could be somebody that is just a toddler in business. You talking about advertiser marketing, not necessarily with Locals Love Us, but what would you say to those business owners that they needed to do to get customers in 2020? Um, well... Simply, you could say, just be where the customers are. I mean, it, it, it's such a, uh, it's hard to give a blanket statement to that because it covers so many businesses. Uh, but I would say some stuff, I'm, I'm trying to think exactly. I don't want to come off just too much locals love us. But um, the first thing I do in business is I take advice from people that I want to be like. And, and on the other side of that coin, I don't listen to people that I don't want to be like. And, and, and a lot of times those are the people that are wanting to give you advice. Um, so I seek it out. Um, and and, I, and do, I would suggest to business owners to do the same thing. Think about as, as a consumer and you're approaching your business, how would you approach it if you hadn't approached it before? 
Um, and, and so that, that can mean a lot of different things, but, um, going to something concrete, I would say reach out to locals love us and have a conversation with us. If you have a conversation with me, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, Hey, here, get registered as a business owner. Um, here are the free components that you can get with locals love us because there are some free things that you can get. Um, and then here are the investment opportunities you get once you get voted in. Um, and that's, that's as, as simple as I can keep it. So you would definitely tell them to market their business. Absolutely. Yes. Yes, absolutely. You need to have, you need to market business. You need to have social media presence. You need to have a website. Um, you've got to, that, that is the number one problem with all businesses. Obscurity. Yes, people don't know about it. Yeah. And, and I've, I've heard people say, uh, well, everybody knows about me. You've been here forever. Well, that's great. But if you want to stay, if you want to stay like you have been, but most people are in business to grow. Um, and so, yeah, get the, get the word out. Let more people know about you. Yeah. I hear a lot of people go, well, I don't just want to be everywhere. And I'm like, why are you in business? Yeah. Like you want everybody to know your name. You want it to be just like cheers. Like you walk in that place. They're like, Norm, you want them to say your business because you want them to be excited that you want them to want to do business. Well, Christy, I don't want to come off as, you know, all excited like you do. Then why are you in business? I get lit up talking about any business. Like this is my passion. Nobody wants to do business with somebody that's a lame duck. Yep. That's it. That's it. And that's, I, I look for that when somebody's selling me something, if I, I want to say no the first time, every time because i want i want to see how much they believe in their own product and that's the problem i think uh, uh not all business owners but a lot of people don't they haven't sold themselves on their own product and that everybody needs to have it. yeah <clears throat> i'm sold i mean i don't have any problem letting people know that locals love us is going to give them a great return yeah you know, so i I, <clears throat> I struggle with that mindset of somebody not wanting to be everywhere um, when it's possible. Yeah, because that's why you get in business because you're passionate about solving a problem, your product, something like that. People that aren't passionate, I've seen them just get wiped out very quickly. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure you've seen several. Oh yeah. Yeah, and we're gonna see we'll see more this year, I'm sure. Yeah, I don't think that we'll see uh, what's really going to happen until January and February. I think we're going to see some big dogs go down. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think you're right. It's sad, but, you know, it just goes to show you can never be too prepared in business. No, you can't. So I know that you guys have a big social media presence. If you were to give a piece of advice how to grow your social media presence, what would that be? Um, well, do as much research as you can. Um, content is king. Content is the most important thing. Um, but obsess about it. Obsess about it. Ask people who are good at what they do in, in social media what, like, how they got to where they are. And I can tell you, for me, it was obsessing about it. it was, I mean, we've got 
almost 20,000 followers just on Facebook alone. Um, and six years ago, it was just under 3,000. So You've got 20,535 people that follow you guys in Waco. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's, I feel like that's pretty engaging, but I'd like to be double that, you know. Um, it, it's... Uh, it's just something you can't you can't ever be half or satisfied with. You can be happy about it, but not satisfied. Um, and and be prepared to pivot there more than anywhere, because by the time I got up, we got you know Facebook up as high as it is, and now you've got TikTok and some other stuff that yep. are getting into that space that I know you know about. Yep. Uh, but it's all it's it's all about being where consumers are, and, and they're there. And it doesn't cost you anything to be there. So, I think it's important too if you're a local business to not just have content, but contextual content, so that they utilize the locals um, and the local area when they are doing um, their social media marketing. Because I think people, you know, pull pictures from shutterstock and that sort of thing and that's great until you get to the point where you can actually get some photos take pictures of your employees take pictures of your customers take pictures of the town that you're in and post them so they'll know you're local because i hear all the time are you franchise yeah i want them to know i'm in the local waco area yeah yeah it's uh what was that vanderchuk's book um, crush it yeah and he talks a lot about native content is what he talks yeah. that's exactly what you're talking about um it, it is it is just coming up with unique native content to know people yeah yeah that, that people will engage with so that's so you've read crush it yes yeah i'm convinced that's where fixer upper came from because did you see where he mentioned that no yes uh -uh. I'll have to find the page number and send it to you. Like I've listened to that story a hundred times. That book came out six years before Fixer Upper and it was the exact layout of what Fixer Upper ended up being. He even okay. called it Fixer Upper. Shut up. No, I'm serious. That's crazy. Yeah, I think it came out in 2006. Okay, I was thinking of his other book. Uh, was it Jab, Jab, Left? Jab, 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 Right Hook. That's what it was, yeah. That, that was what I was thinking of. Yeah. Okay, so I have not read Crushed It. I'm going to send it to you, the YouTube, so you can listen to it. I'll tell you the minute that it comes out, and you're going to be like, Okay. That Joanna Gaines, she's so smart. <laughs> the whole, like, it's... It like she had to listen to it or something, and it was like in the back of her mind. And people that follow business and just happen upon this book and look at the timeline for Fixer Upper, I'm like, <gasps> okay, it's all there, huh? Got her idea from Gary Vanderchuk. <laughs> that I, sneaky gal. Yeah, yeah, I would do it too. I have. I got my idea for my business from somebody else. It was yeah. the nightly news. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's smart. I, I mean, I love ideas. Yeah. If you see a good idea in your business, steal it. Like, why not? Yeah. If it's working for somebody else, I mean, 
most of the stuff I steal is from somebody in a different town anyway. So yeah. I didn't steal it. I modeled. There you go. There you go. Yeah. yeah that sounds a lot better. And those people aren't in business anymore because I watched them. They were on the nightly news and within five years they were out of business. Really? Yeah. So I, I, I wanted their name because they had a really good name, but this worked out. Was that the, uh, was that the occasional spouse? Uh, no, it was rent, rent a spouse. Rent a spouse. Okay. Rent a spouse. I think occasional wife's still in business, but she's, she's just local now she was starting a franchise and she didn't do it anymore i understand okay. why <laughs> but um there was a rented spouse and they charged 25 dollars an hour in california and i was like oh i want that name but it was gone now it's available so anybody could take it i guess but uh yeah it, it got wiped Wiped off the face of the earth, too. They don't even have a website or a Facebook page or anything anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, model after other people. And, JoJo, if you did that, kudos to you. <laughs> wow, building an empire. I love it. I love it. So, you not only take care of small business owners by marketing for them, you also uh, cater to the local community. Tell me how you guys help out the local community. Well, um, you know, that's our kind of our, our uh, mission statement or the thing that we go back to is to honor God and, and, uh, and help people. And so that's like, that's, that's really what, what we're about here in Waco. So, um, we do it a couple ways. Um, one of the pivots we made this year though, was, um, was our social media consistency is a big thing in social media. And so I'll just lay it out for half of the year. We're taking pictures with clients and we've got the big orange heart and putting that up on Facebook and celebrate. So that takes, that takes five months. Uh, for us to do. And then the other half of the year, we've got contests going. Well, when COVID hit, that was right when we were taking pictures and celebrating with our winners. And um, all that we saw on social media was negative. And, um, and it was really disheartening and, and kind of bummed us out. So I, I got with our team, Misty Smith runs our uh, social media and she does an amazing job at it. And basically the conversations we had was let's get anything positive in the community that we can get. And we're going to share it on our page and let people know all the positive things that are happening, all the people that are trying to support the community and um, fundraisers, different places opening up, uh, let people know what's curbside, what's delivery and stuff like that. Um, so we do that. We all, uh, we all spend some time volunteering at some of our favorite places too. Um, and I mean, we try to sponsor some local teams, local t-ball teams and soccer teams, stuff like that. Um, but we consider every day that we go to work as a, as a service to the community. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at your social media page as you're uh, uh, talking, and it's pretty amazing. I mean, because small businesses, that's what they have to do is get that word out. And, I mean, I just pull this up, and there's something from Waco Custom Marketplace. Like, that, I didn't even know that they sold Chilean sea bass in Waco. Like, that is amazing. Yeah, they're really good too. Anytime, anytime it's Filet Friday, we go over there and pick our meat up and 
They never let us down. Awesome. And that's that's the intent is really is that we can be engaging and have content that's meaningful to the to the community. So and that's really it's most of that is just it's finding articles and, and paying attention to our clients um, so that we can help them, you know, be promoted in a positive way. You guys also, let's be honest, you guys have the best giveaways in Waco. <laughs> I agree. Um that that was uh that was something that started out just kind of as a uh, as a means to an end and then it's it picked up momentum people really started engaging with them and and so we started doing more frequently more frequent giveaways and contests and um, the business owners liked it too so uh yeah i don't, I don't anticipate that slowing down at all it's a lot of fun um, and it keeps people engaged year round so yeah, I've always wanted to win the cruise. Yeah, the cruise is a good one. Alan Samuel's house of trap. Yeah, I just, I have to remember to sign up for it. That, I think that's part of the thing you have to do is like, like, share. You do have to share. Up. Yeah. yeah, you've got to yeah. like, comment, share to enter. That's uh, the part I, I miss on. Hey, but you know, you probably get some pretty good deals on some travel right now. I bet you would. <laughs> So, uh, another thing that I wanted to say is it's voting time in Bell County, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. We're, uh, we're asking anybody and everybody to cast their vote. It only takes a few minutes and it really helps out the local business owners. So last year we got a little over 20,000 votes from the community. And this year we're hoping to, to surpass that number and, uh, and get closer to 40,000. Y'all you're at home down there in Belton and Temple, go ahead and vote, vote, vote. How do they vote, Matt? Yeah, so they go go to localslovis.com and you select your community first. Um, you have to live in the Temple area, Temple Belton area within 50 miles um, for your vote to count. So pick where you, where you live and then you take two minutes to register. Um, we don't sell your information to anybody, um, but we do show the business owners, hey, you know, you finish second place in mail uh, age group 30 to 39. So that's like that. It helps business owners to, to figure out who loves them. Um, and then, and then those become searchable options on our website too. So if you live in temple, you can search those zip codes for the, for the most voted in those zip codes. Uh, but anyway, register. And then there's 200 categories. You can vote just for, uh, your favorite business and be done, or you can vote for, you know, 200 of your favorite businesses and be done. We don't care. We're we're a quality over quantity business. We don't want any fluff. We just want you to tell us who you love. That's it. That is awesome. So before I end, I want you to tell them the different social media how to get a hold of you if they have okay. questions. Yeah. So you can uh, you can reach me anytime. It's a really difficult email to remember. Matt at localslovis.com. Ooh, that's uh, tough. Yeah, so that's kind of tough. Matt at locallevels.com. Um, you can go to our Facebook page, either one of our Facebook pages. You can message us there. Um, Misty checks those. So she would, uh, if you're trying to get in touch with us, uh, with a salesperson, just let, them know, let her know. Um, you can message us on Instagram. Uh, Instagram and Facebook, are, those, those are the go-tos. We've got Twitter and some other stuff, but we're not as active on those outlets as we are on Facebook and Instagram. Somebody told me they tweeted me the other day, and I haven't checked my Twitter in two years. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't tweet too much. I know yeah. I should because there's millions of people on Twitter. 
but I just haven't, I haven't uh, gotten into that yet. Yeah. So before I end my interview, I always like to ask a fun question of the person that I'm interviewing. So Matt, if you were stranded on a desert island and all of your human needs are met and you could take two movies with you to watch on the stranded island for the rest of your life, what would those two movies be and why? Man, that is tough. That's really tough. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, I would. Tommy Boy would probably be number one because I am a huge Chris Farley fan. If Sarah would let me have named our kid Farley, like we would have a kid named Farley right now. Um. Let's see. The other one. Cause I need to change it up. So I've got a comedy, um, man, uh, a tin cup, tin cup. I'll, I'll go with tin cup. I like that. One. I think I could probably make like a coconut, uh, golf set and, uh, play some golf on, on the island too. Awesome. Well, Matthew, thank you for joining us today on Ask a Business Expert, a Sometimes Spouse podcast. We really enjoyed interviewing you. Christy, thank you for having me. Uh, it has been a lot of fun. And maybe next time we can meet in your studio. Maybe. Thank you guys for joining us for the Sometimes Spouse podcast. Ask an business expert today with Matt Blackwell with Locals Love Us. Go and check out voting for Locals Love Us in the Bell County area. Bye-bye.